y'all. We have been talking about this for a while. We have talked about it on every episode her and I have done together. And we have something finally in the works for you as an entrepreneur. We present to you the reframe. The reframe. Oh. A wellness retreat for entrepreneurs. For the spiritual entrepreneur. For the spiritual entrepreneur. So what is the reframe? Well, Kelly and I have obviously been on our own spiritual journeys. Kelly has been on a spiritual journey since she walked out of the womb. <laughs> we all have. See? Yeah. <laughs> I have been on one really deeply for the last few years, and what we have come to realize and know and all of these tools and skills that we've used in our own businesses to become the entrepreneurs that we are today, we want to give you. So the reframe was really born out of the need to give entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, a place to recharge, a place to ground yourself, a place to learn, a place to be enlightened, and ultimately a place to connect with other like-minded people. Absolutely. I mean, we are given tools all the time from different type of perspectives, and now we have a spiritual perspective to use these tools to help you be the best type of entrepreneur in the business and help you connect with the clientele and manifest the clientele that you want. And maybe you're like, I'm not really an entrepreneur. I would like to be. This is also for you. Like the the tools that we're going to give you, the modalities that we're going to practice at this retreat are going to be transformational for anyone, whether you have one business, a half a business or 19 businesses. It is taking place June 5th, Saturday, June 5th. In Palm Desert, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Joshua Tree, it's in the desert of California. And I know what you're thinking, Danielle, I don't live there. Well, we're going to have a virtual ticket and we will have three tiers total of different ticket prices that you can have. So tier one will be the virtual ticket, which will give you access to the workshops, the classes, all the things that we do throughout the day. You will have virtual access to that. That price is 111. 111, baby. 111. The second tier is our all access pass, which is for anyone who wants to make the trek to the desert with us and stay at this beautiful home uh, for the day, which will be, it will include a sound bath. It's going to include Reiki. It's going to include breath work, maybe some yoga, delicious mm -hmm. food, awesome workshops, breakout sessions, all the things that you'll need to recharge and you'll get to do it in person. And that price is set at 333. And then we have something very special called the VIP inner circle. And that is all of the things we just listed, Plus, you get an invitation to stay in the house with us that night, including a very intimate dinner, uh, an acoustic performance. There will be a pool. There'll be a jacuzzi. It'll just be a time that you can get like a one-on-one -on -one past life regression reading with Kelly. We can talk human design. We can You can connect with the other people. And we have very, very limited space for that. And that is a ticket that is set at 555, which will include your entire stay. Yes. I just really hope that whether you can join us virtually or in person, you really make this a priority and you do it with us because 
this is something, right, Kelly, like we've been talking about this for months and Mm -hmm. the way that mine and Kelly's brain works is it just like kind of creates in our brains. And then when it's ready, it just like bleeds and oozes out of us. And I think that's where we're at. It it definitely does. Like every time we talk about just our, our own spiritual journeys, they match up and they come from different perspectives, which is so beautiful. And we both explain them differently. And I think that's what's so great for any type of entrepreneur is that, that you're going to get so many different angles to work with when it comes to being fulfilled in who you are and in your divine and stepping into your divine truth and using that to help build a better version in your of being in your business. This is not a like business coaching class that you're coming to. This is a spiritual wellness retreat. So it does not matter what your business is, whether you're in network marketing, whether you're in the photography industry, whether you are in the real estate business, whether you make faux fur panties on the internet, <laughs> you could have an OnlyFans account. I don't yeah. care. Any entrepreneur, any person who is entrepreneurial minded or in need of a spiritual wellness retreat is welcome. And we would love to have you. And registration is officially open. And we're not doing the thing where we raise the prices at the last minute. We just want this to feel like a full body. Yes. If we're, if we're talking about this and you're getting that feeling inside of you that we've been getting talking about it, I'm going to tell you that you got to just go for it. You got to just go for it because Anything, any other feeling than that is just your ego trying to keep you the same. And I can promise you when you leave this weekend with us, you will not be the same. Absolutely. And if you're probably thinking like, well, I'm not a spiritual person. I don't do any of this woo-woo stuff. Even just to come and be around energy that will help hype you up. If you're feeling stuck in your business or anything, or just even wanting a different type of view and perspective of things, come hang out with us, feel our energy. And I hope that it will reset and recharge you. See you soon. Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship. So I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello on the Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is a spicy, spicy, spicy one. Uh, We have Colleen Nichols, who is the face behind the Instagram account called No Shame Sales Game. If you are in network marketing, you have absolutely heard of, reposted, or follow this account. I've been a fan for a really long time. And I just, as soon as I started following the account, before I even knew the face, before she even started showing her face, I was like, I don't know who this person is, but we are on the same page. We understand each other. And since then, I've been just so excited about the content that she posts on this account. Colleen is a top leader in the network marketing industry. We are with different companies, but our values and the way that we run our businesses and the way that we we think the industry is going and our part in that is very similar. And so this episode is, it is good. It's good. I'm just going to say that it's good. It's uh, not your average network marketing conversation. I'll put it that way. But 
I mean, aside from all of the amazing things that she does in her personal life, this account that she has has grown to over 111,000 followers in less than two years. And so she's really built quite the online community. She also has a subscription-based community called the uh, Direct Sales Growth Community. And that's a really awesome place for network marketers to meet other network marketers, to get ideas, to kind of just learn about different ways that they can, you know, move their their business forward that maybe breaks away from traditional ways of doing it. So I'm excited for you to hear this episode. If this is your first episode with On The Daily, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. We have so many episodes all about business, all about entrepreneurship, authenticity, and acousticness, as I call it, in entrepreneurship. And there's some cool like spirituality-based episodes as well that kind of dive into you know, just things that I've utilized in my business and my personal life to grow and elevate and unlock, you know, newer, better versions of myself. So go back and listen, come find me on the Instagram, on the interwebs. I am Danielle underscore on the daily on Instagram, on TikTok, although I have a very love-hate relationship with TikTok. I do have one. Um, and the podcast is at on the daily pod. So come find us. Make sure you subscribe to this show. If you go to Apple Podcasts, hit that little plus sign in the top corner. And if you would feel so inclined to leave us a five-star rating and maybe write us a review, tell us what you loved. What episode did you listen to? Tell us about it. And uh, let me know what you think of this episode with Colleen Nichols from No Shame Sales Game. Before we get into this episode, I have yet another offering uh, that will be coming very soon. Uh, May 15th is the day. So that is this coming Sunday. And it is called Unlearn to Reframe. It is a 90-minute masterclass that will be live but virtual. And so maybe if you can't make it live, time zone thing doesn't work out, you can, you'll can you be able to re- have the replay. Uh, it is $49.00. And uh, it is available through the link in the show notes. You can click the link in the bio on my Instagram page. Basically, this is for if you are an entrepreneur who is just like ready to break through, if this podcast speaks to you, if you are ready to break through to those next levels, if you are ready to kind of break up with old patterns that keep coming up over and over and over again that might be keeping you stuck, if you are ready to dive deeper into yourself to unlock higher versions, this masterclass is for you. I have interviewed so many amazing people. I've been coached by so many amazing people and the knowledge and the 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 wealth of knowledge and experience that I have gained, I am just it is bursting out of me and I am so excited to share it with you. And this will be an intro into the wellness retreat that my friend Kelly Balch and I will be hosting on June 5th, which you can attend in person in Palm Springs. It is a one-day wellness retreat. You, there will also be a virtual ticket for that as well. You can find more info on that in our show notes or on my Instagram also. Let's get into this episode. On the Daily Family, you are in for a treat today. I know so many of you are going to be so pumped about this. We have Colleen Nichols on the show today, and she is the face behind No Shame Sales Game. Welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm so excited. Always weird to hear somebody introduce you. It literally makes my skin crawl. So, (laughs) yeah, it is. Well, you no. just like never know what somebody's going to say. And then you're, you like, you're like, and I oh. feel like I do team training sometimes and the leaders are always like, do you have a bio? And I'm like, I can send you a bio, but I swear if you read it while I'm on Zoom, like I'm going to vomit everywhere and leave, like just don't. 
Stone. I know I say the same thing. And then I always throw in like some snarky, like every thing I, every bio I send for like team trainings, I'll always end it with like, my motto is work hard, be nice, eat tacos. Like just so to like, <laughs> just like, just like dispel some of the anxiety and weirdness. Just slip that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm really excited about this conversation today. I think it's going to be an important one. Um, and I really want to just first commend you on that page you've created. Like, Thanks. I, like, I think I was probably, I was, I f- started following like pretty early on and like, it's really blown up. It's done. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's been, it'll be two years in the end of July. So we're not quite there yet, but yeah. It's amazing. Well, it starts the first line of that bio is the anti hey girl. So I want to start there. Why, what, what is, what does that mean to you? Anti hey girl. So to me, it really just means like, I, I always feel like when I tell people that I'm in network marketing or like, oh yeah, like I, I do this. They're always like, oh, oh. Mm. and I'm like, but I'm not that like everyone has that, like, you know, stigma or this, stereotype of what they think that is. And I always feel like I've, I have to say, but not, not like you think, not like you think. So it always, it just felt right to be like, I'm not the person who's going to slide in your DMS. Like, Hey girl, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. It's yeah. I do network marketing and I want other people to do network marketing, just not in that way. And what do you think that is? Like, I guess, I mean, cause I couldn't agree more. Anybody who listens to my show knows that I could not agree more with that. Um, but like, when do you think, do you think that started at the very beginning of this industry or like, when do you think that stigma happened? The history of network marketing. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I think like the Hey Girl part of it, probably at the advent of like the, of social media really taking off and people like being there and it's like, oh, you can just reach out to anyone and just say like, you know, Hey, what's up? And it just turned in, like, I think it started like anything, especially in this industry, like it started well-intentioned, like it probably made sense to be like, Hey, Mm -hmm. whatever. But now it's just, we've reached the tipping point and it's just not, Well, it used to be very successful. Totally. Like it used to work. I mean, especially like before everybody and their mother and their grandma was selling Mm -hmm. something on the internet. Yeah. I feel like that was a really successful thing. Cause it was like, sure. Oh my gosh, somebody's in my DMS, like asking me about their yeah. business. Like, Ooh. Yeah. And now it's like, I can't get on the internet without somebody asking me about something, um, and sliding into my DM. So yeah, I just, there's selling is amazing. Network marketing is amazing. Social media is an amazing tool. It's just, we have to evolve. Right. We have to evolve. It's so true because everything in the world is evolving right now. There isn't an industry out there that's not evolving. And I think there's this resistance in this industry amongst many where they're like, oh no, but we just have to go back to the way we have to just go back to where we were doing it. Like we just got to stay with what works. And I'm like, but is it working? Like, could you imagine if you were like at at your corporate job and they're like, actually sending facts used to really do it. Like that's how we did it. And that worked for us. And like, uh, no, Phil, like that's not how we do things anymore. So it just, I get it. And I don't want to discredit the fact that it did work at, at one point in time. But if you're somebody who's still white knuckling something that worked five, 10, 15 plus years ago, like it's going to show even three years ago, even three years ago. Yeah. I like, 
yeah, I'm constantly updating like, okay, that worked. Now it doesn't, that worked. Now it doesn't. You have to be willing. I think part of it is also a lot of leaders in this industry. Uh, not a lot. Well, some are like, uh, it's very, it's hard like for your ego to be like, that doesn't work anymore. And just like, look at yourself and say like, I was that I went hardcore on that, but guess what? Now we're going to go this way. Now we're going to go this way. Now, like it takes a certain type of person to be like, yep. Cutting that off the knees. Well, it's it's about admitting that you're a beginner again. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think about the, the leaders of this industry that like, I mean, honestly, thank fuck that they exist. Sorry. I, we cuss on this show. Oh, thank God. Um, like, thank fuck that they exist because we, like, without those trailblazers who like bust into this industry and like made it a thing, we wouldn't be where we are today. And if I tell everybody all the time, I'm like, if you're not using social media as a tool and kind of pivoting the way in which you run your business, like you are going to get left behind. We've reached that point. Absolutely. And I like try to say that without scaring people. Cause, or like trying to like sounding like a bitch, but it's like, you need to like get on board or mm-hmm. go do something else because it just, you, you have to keep evolving it, and it, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Did you ever feel like when you were building your business? Cause you've obviously built a really successful network marketing business. So do you ever feel like in your business that you, because you, I don't know, but I don't know if you're like this, but I've, yes, there were times when I listened, like. I was doing things the way that they, my upline said, or my sponsor said, but then for the most part, I was always just doing things the way that it felt good to me. And that's why it was so successful. But then did you ever feel like you had to, there were times where you had to like almost apologize for that because people were like, oh, well, that was just a fluke. Oh, well that, you know, like you're not, that's not typical, which like, obviously it's not typical. Like, of course it's not typical. And like, did you ever feel like that? Yeah. It's like, Yeah. I had a very, like I had a very fast start. I started, I had no intention of recruiting. I had no intention of building it into anything. I I wanted $500 a month. Yeah. All I, that's what my goal was, but it started happening very quickly. And it was because I didn't have this like foamy at the mouth, this, you know, I just was myself. And I think Mm -hmm. if more people came out and just were literally themselves, literally themselves and didn't try to be their upline or like that influencer or whatever, they would be so much more successful. Yeah. Because I mean, we were, I was doing a training call today and, you know, it was a group of people and somebody said like, the trainer was like, can I say crap? And she's like, Oh, never mind. This is Colleen's place. And she's like, you found your people because when you're yourself, the people who are genuinely like you and, you know, they find you because yeah, you're, they do. They really do. Well, and I think you, you kind of be yourself. And I think there's a, there's a term that goes around in our industry a lot. That's the best copycat wins. And that Mm -hmm. has always like made my skin like, like I like want to throw up every time. Like for those of you listening, I literally just like made like a dinosaur (laughs) movement with my body to like show that. But ever since I heard that when I first like started my business and same to you, like I had a very fast trajectory. Like it was not fast from like zero to the top. Like, and I would hear that and I'd be like, uh, actually I'm pretty sure we learned in first grade to not do that. Yeah. We made folder huts so nobody could see our stuff. Like I remember like setting up our folders, like nobody could see, but like, yeah, yeah, the copying. I think that's what gets people in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, not trouble like 
compliance trouble. It's just like people, even if they can't outwardly like put their finger on it, people's bullshit meters are so strong that they know like that's somebody who's aligned and they're showing up as themselves. Or that's somebody who is taking Sally Joe's mm-hmm. template and just smacking her picture on it. Like, Let's talk about this industry in general, because I know we're both like huge fans of this industry. What are you like? What are your top five like things you love most about network marketing? Oh, man. Um, The first thing that comes to mind, it sounds so cheesy and like, again, like dinosaur move, like saying it, but truly the personal development has been my favorite part. Like I'm not the same person I was five years ago two years ago, six months ago. And it, because it, I think this industry really puts you in pools and places to dive into that. Um, so the, the personal development, the money, I like making, we don't talk about, nobody wants to talk about money. Talk about money. Yeah. Like women, like I was raised talking about money. We could talk about money all day. Like money is energy. You need money to do things. And, And I, and I'm saying this as somebody with like a recovered horrible relationship with money. Like, Oh, money's bad. Money's greedy. I have everything I need, but like, I like making money and this is a a great way to do it. I like the, the friends and the people that it's put in my life and not in a sense of like, we're all wearing matching sweatshirts on a beach, but like, this is when we say network marketing, it's not just like you selling to your network, the people that I now know and can network with outside of my sales is astounding because of the women that I know and have met within network marketing. Cause most people here work and have connections in different industries and different places. And there's so many times that I've been able to like, Oh, I know somebody who does that. So the networking, Oh gosh, I don't know. What are some of your favorites? Five things. Well, then, I mean, all three of those are top three and like to kind of elaborate on them, like personal development in terms of like personal development, but also yeah. like as a business woman, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. That was huge. Like I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I was also in corporate fitness for a long time. I was a soul cycle instructor for almost 10 years and very afraid to leave that safety net. But I always knew that I wanted to, I just didn't really know how. And I, I fully, I'll say this till the day I die. Like it was because of network marketing that I actually learned the skills and developed the courage to make that jump into full-time entrepreneurship. Yeah. I mean, I, we were joking about this before we started recording it being like business school. I mean, I have network marketing being a business school. My degrees are in psychology, my master's in in mental health counseling. I didn't study business. I would never have identified myself as an entrepreneurial person. Unlike, I mean, that's something you say you've wanted to do, but I've always been like, oh, I'm not a business person. So for me, I feel like I've learned so much within network marketing and have, you know, in my time here have then been able to learn stuff to then make, you know, my own business from the ground up. I've learned so much about marketing and sales and all of the things like lead generation, lead generation. Oh my God. And how to just like, Oh yeah. It's the best business school. Absolutely. It really is. And it's like a business school. I think of the, of modern times, like, because I didn't go to business school. I was going to be a business major and then I switched to theater. So I actually got like bachelor's in dance, bachelor in theater and master's in acting. Like I was no fully kidding. on that, but that's what I mean. But I say like, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur in terms of like, I never wanted to work for myself. I'm also a Sagittarius. So I'm pretty sure I could have never worked for someone else. 
for very long. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. Like it was never going to work out, but I think that I it's business school for like what you need to know today in business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, it was something I was doing for my team and it was like you, all the things that you learn in network marketing, you could put on a resume, like social media management, like all of these things that every company out there is looking for to hire somebody, you learn it in network marketing. Um, and it, it's like on the job training. You can sit in a classroom or watch a YouTube video and learn anything, but you get to do it here and you learn quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then you said money. Yeah. I mean, I love money. Money is energy. I too have a recovering relationship with money. Mine did not come from scarcity. Mine came from actually like my dad was like worked for Disney and was like high up in Disney. And I came from like the money mindset of like, I'll always have it. It'll always be there. And like, I became like, like the dependent, you know? And then when my dad died, I like became like the, like the overcompensator, like, Oh, I make my own money now had no relationship with it. Didn't respect it, spent everything. (gasps) So then I've had to like heal through that. But like, yeah, I mean, I love money and, and all these other businesses that I've since started since, and I talk about this on the show all the time, like since starting my network marketing business, I've started three, almost four other companies. We're about, I'm about to launch another one. And like that I've invested thousands of dollars into those businesses. Network marketing is a low startup cost for the most part. And right. And like, it really teaches you how to like love money. Like I love money. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it. That's one of my biggest pet peeves or when people are like, oh, you have to pay to start it. No shit, Steven. Of course you have to pay to start it. Like right. in what world do you start or do anything for free? If mm-hmm. I wanted, like my kids were talking about, you know, setting up a lemonade stand over the weekend. And I'm like, well, we need to get a table. We need to get, we need to get cups. You need to get lemonade. You need to get that. Like that's a startup cost for a fucking lemonade stand. Yeah. Right. And the cost to start up a lemonade stand for a seven-year-old and a five-year-old is not that far off from starting a network marketing business. Yep. Like it's not. So we, you know, praise it. If it's a a kid who has, I want to do something, I want to spend a hundred dollars to like get stuff to set up, to do this. Or if it's somebody who's, I'm going to start this from the ground up, but somebody who's like, I'm going to take this opportunity, this turnkey opportunity to learn and try to do something. People are like, Oh, that's a fucking scam. Right. I mean, in most network marketing companies, like I know like the network marketing company I'm partnered with is like a $49 startup fee. Like you could make that back in an hour. Yeah. Yes. And if you're like, and people are like with the money thing, if it's, I know $49, $45, $25, even if it's a couple hundred dollars, people go to target and drop a couple hundred dollars on nothing. But right. I always tell people there's always money to be made. So if I needed to, to make $45 so I could afford something, I could go on Facebook marketplace and sell something from my house that I don't right. like, so I don't know. I, I just don't speak the same language as people who are like, Oh, well, why do you have to pay? Of course right. you have to pay. It's a business. But I think that's where we've got, okay, this is a good one. Cause I actually think, I think I've actually figured this out. <laughs> like, I was like, why do people get so weird about that? Because in this industry, we've had a whole bunch of people say things like, just use it for the discount. Just use it for the discount. It's okay. You don't need to like grow a huge business. Just start it for the discount. So now this like 
this mentality of like, oh, it can just be a hobby is what is like common. And so then when you tell people like, they're like, oh, I just want to do this for the discount. And you're like, and people are like, okay, great. Which by the way, if somebody comes to me and they go, I just want to use this for the discount. I'm like, then you're not, then I'm today is not the day. And I am not the one like, yeah, sign up for the PC perks or VIP or whatever and whatever get your percent yeah. Everyone has, has perks like that. But yeah. if you just want to do it for the discount, and the part that sucks about that is because the hobbyists who come in for the discount, and I don't even hobbyists, like if the people who come in with the, for just the discount and have no intention of, of selling a thing, they get lumped into the same like statistics. It's like, oh, well, 1% of people make money. Well, oh, I've been saying that. Yeah. I've been saying that for a year now. I'm like, yo, if they got rid of all of these companies, right. If they all got rid of all of those outliers, which like, I know my company is currently trying to figure out a way to do, like if we got rid of those outliers and like only the people who were actively building a business and like, sure, it could be a hobby. Like maybe you don't have goals of being like the top 1%. That's fine. Perfect. Great. Perfect. $200 a month. I mean, if you spend $49 to start a business and you make $200 this month, that's like 150% return on your investment. It's like, I just, yeah. (laughs) So we just need to find a way to like take out those people who like, cause I have them on my team. I'm sure you have like, but people just sign up. Like, I just want the discount and talking about things evolving maybe four years ago, that did make sense. Maybe four years ago, it was a better fit or the price, but now the way that compensation plans and peace, like uh, the perk programs are so much better. If you don't want to build a business, stay in the perk program. I'd like free shipping and free gifts. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks so much. Those. Yeah. No, stay a customer. And I think we need to tell like consultants that, cause I feel like, Oh, I, I, I signed somebody. She doesn't want to do anything, but like, that's not winning. Like it's winning. You just lost your commission. You just lost your commission. Like, again, what I try to do is help women look at this like a business. So we talk about commissions and profit and loss and like understanding what's happening. Cause if it's just like, oh, I enrolled someone. So I get a trinket from my company. I win. It's like, no, you, you just lost commission. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Um, So, but I don't think this does a very good job of teaching it like a business. Like it it teaches us a lot of things like marketing and sales and, but we don't get the training about like business. Right. I agree. I I'm like, why we need to, I think as an industry, what I would love to see this industry shift to is actually, instead of just like running around calling everybody a boss babe and like treating it like less than because this industry is truly treated like it's less than like, oh, it's not really owning your own business. And like, no, you don't own your own business. You, you are a franchisee of the company that you partnered with, which in a lot of ways is a lot smarter because you do not have overhead. Correct. And it is still, you are still running your business as an, with an entrepreneurial mindset. And I think so many people come into this and have no idea what that means. So like you talk about profit and loss, you talk about return of investment. We talk about lead generation. We talk about treating your business as an asset, you know, investing in gifts for your team. It's not, yes, it is a write-off and it's an investment. And we don't talk about it and nobody's trained on it. That's what I would love to see as this industry progresses. And like, it's actually filled with men and women who are treating it like businesses. Cause like, I treat this thing like a multi-million dollar business Mm -hmm. and my team and my business reflects that. 
And I would love to see this industry as it evolves, like really start to train people in that way and like lose the like boss babe and like, oh, we're just that like, no, like you're fucking CEO running your own online business in like an entrepreneurship way. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's where the gap is because we're talking about like how this is such a great business you know, school doing air quotes for those of you who can't see, but like the part of you learn so much, but there is this gap of like, okay, we do need to talk about things like you were just saying, profit loss, sleep gen, all these things. So it's, it's not like, oh, look at those cute girls over there. Like thinking that they, you know, are doing something. Yeah. I mean, because like now I'll get people ask me all the time. They'll say like, how did you, like, you just seem like you've just like exploded and you're just like blossoming. And there's all these things happening. Like, how did that happen? I'm like, I can tell you where it started. Yeah. But, but you don't want to hear that, do you? No. Like, look, look at, if you look at like, and again, this is not everybody, but the people who want to be super successful and have like literally have multiple streams of income and they've gone and written books and now they have courses and this and that it started with network marketing. hundred percent, hundred percent. Like my podcast, I would not have been like, I've always wanted to have a podcast always. I did not want to pay to mark. I did not want to pay to edit that podcast. I did not want to spend time to edit that. No, I didn't have the money to pay to get somebody to edit it. I didn't want to edit it. I didn't want to do the sourcing. I didn't want to do the marketing. I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to create content, have interviews. And like, that was it. And it wasn't until network marketing that I was able to afford that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now this actually like funnels back to that. So it actually ended up being pretty cool. It's amazing. It all like can funnel to each other once, but like, but that's the other thing that we were kind of talking about before we started recording is that some people just stay here and they feel like network marketing is the only, like if you're in network marketing, it's only network marketing. And I think that's really dangerous because um, that's when you get a little like (laughs) the culty feel of like, you can't look left or look right. We're only here, like in network marketing. And this is a stepping stone for so many people. Or your Um, identity becomes your company, which is tragic. 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 Like I'm Danielle and I, here's what I stand for. And I partnered with this company because it marries my values with my actions. Yeah. And if God forbid, universe forbid, whoever you pray to forbid, if that all went away, I would be okay because I'm Danielle. Like right. you would be okay because you are Colleen and you know what you stand for. Exactly. And I think, so when, when I, you know, talk to teams and people and I'm like, if you're, cause we talk, I talk the niche, I have to, I sell clean beauty. So all I have, all I need to talk about is clean beauty and my handle needs to be clean beauty, loving mama or whatever. And I'm like, what's your name? Who are you? Mm-hmm. What do you align with? Stop mm-hmm. making your network marketing company, your identity, because guess what? Like we all change, we all evolve. And there may come a time when, you know, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm not as interested in whatever this is. It's much harder to like shift your brand when you've like tattooed a company to you. Yeah. So yeah, it's dangerous to just not dangerous because it's like you, you have to stay you. I mean, like network marketing is the vehicle. And like, if you're listening to this and like, you're a huge skeptic of network marketing, like you're hearing this right now from like probably two of the realest people you will ever hear it from. And like, there are flaws in the industry, just like there's flaws in every industry. And there's not everybody who does this industry is like 
I would say built to do this industry or like cut out to, or like, Mm -hmm. you know, they just don't have the mindset to do this industry. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the reason why they say that only 1% of people make it to the top is because, and that's true. I mean, maybe if they cut out some of those outliers, it might be a little bit higher than that, but there's a lot of people that are not willing to actually do what it takes to reach a certain point. Yeah. And then, but the, you know, the other side of that 1% argument is that we also, when, when we talk about that, we ignore like the fat middle where like a ton of people are like doing really fine for themselves. They're doing great. They're doing great. And like, they're not at the 1% or at the tippy top, but they're making a chunk of change every month that is serving them in a way that, you know, is amazing. So when when people, that argument of like, you're only 1%. I'm like, look at, look at the middle of the pyramid because they are also making money, doing well, working jobs, doing their, like, I don't know. I know. Well, and we don't celebrate that enough. Like, I I feel like we, as an industry and like most companies are like this, they celebrate those people at the top a lot. Like you hear the same 10 people all the time who have been doing this for 40 something years. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, they're amazing. I they are the foundation for which we are all here. And what about that person who is making like $300 a month and doesn't have to worry about their car payment? That's a huge deal. I don't know why we're so, I don't know why there's like such this movement of haters. Like I don't have energy for them. And I, if you are in network marketing and you get like haters in your DMS, I can tell you this, the block (laughs) feature is probably the the best feature that exists on the internet like part of my everyday. I block uh, so fast. I don't even engage. I won't even, oh, I don't engage either. No, I just, block. I don't want to hear you. No, get out of here. But yeah, um, I think, I think we're not celebrating those people enough. Cause there is like that. You said there's this huge place in the middle. Like, I mean, tell, like, tell me some stories about like people that you've come across in your, in your business, like people that are just like, they're not maybe necessarily yet aimed for the top, but they're making really great side money side money that they have, like, you know, I'm thinking of somebody who I'm very close with on my team who started this because her and her husband both work full time. They couldn't like, they were going to take a vacation. He was like, it's just not in the cards this year. Like it just, you know, and her network marketing couple hundred bucks every month, but time it was time to go on vacation the next year. Guess what? They could go on vacation and then some, right? Like, and that's life-changing. I have, and that, I feel so dumb. Like I have goosebumps thinking about that because you got to make memories with your family and do really important things because of network marketing. And your goal wasn't to be a level unicorn diamond sprinkle. It was mm-hmm. just to, to see the value proposition of an online affiliate in some way. It's smart. Right. So. It is smart. My mom, it made me think of my mom. She is on my team and yeah. she was like a stay-at-home mom her whole life. Like she's been a stay-at-home mom since I was a kid. I think she like, she was like a little bit of real estate. She did a little bit of work at Starbucks, but like, she's been a stay-at-home mom. She was yeah. a stay-at-home mom for 32 years. Cause my little brother is 13 years younger. Yeah. Stay-at-home mom for 32 years. And she started her business and like, she made enough money and she didn't even tell me this until after the fact, but then she like heard her on the phone. She goes, I used all of our Christmas presents were paid for with my money. And I was like, oh. I'm so happy for you. Like that's the shit we don't talk about enough. Like 
I know. Why are we so focused on like hating on an industry where like what, and what really gets me, this like made me think of this, like when I first started, cause like when I first started, people were like, oh, you better be careful. You know, like the whole yeah. thing. You're going to end up I like, what? Like, I was like, you y'all. Okay. <laughs> what is more likely that your friend Danielle, who is like my bullshit meter is like, right there. Like it is, I am, I am quick. Like what is more likely that your friend Danielle who takes no shit was bamboozled by a scheme, right? Or maybe that we all just like misunderstood. Right. What's more likely? likely? Hmm. I know people are like, isn't it a pyramid scheme? And I'm like, that's offensive that you think that I would fall prey to any sort of scheme. Right. But I appreciate the the concern. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, I even did a post about this a while back, like, hey, MLM companies, like at your next convention, instead of like cardboard cutouts of the multimillionaires, like, why don't you make cardboard cutouts to the people who paid their car payment or paid off student loans or did this? Like, that's more interesting to me than somebody who lives in a McMansion and drives a, you know, Hummer with gold rims. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, that sells yeah. more than the the million dollar dream. Yeah, I agree. You posted something the other day about, um, it was one of your time for another unpopular opinion uh, from a popular network. <laughs> so dumb. But yeah. The best, it honestly is very catchy though. It's very catchy. Yeah, you got to yeah. keep it. Even yeah. though it like makes you shrivel up inside every time you say it, you have to keep it. I have to keep it. Yeah. So. You posted one the other day that was like, um, how, oh gosh, what was it? It was like not... I'm like totally blanking, but it was basically like about the idea of we don't have to get foamy at the mouth. Like you can let people come to you and you can ask, oh, it was, oh, the why, the why, the one about the why. Oh, the why, the why not? Yeah. Not always. Yes. It's not always about why it's not always about why do you want to do this? Cause, and I related to that so much because when I first started, I got this paper and it was like 21 reasons why. And I was like, I would love to shop at Whole Foods without thinking about it. Yeah. That'd be cool. awesome. But I'm yeah. not thinking about like opening an orphanage in Kenya. Like that's not that's maybe that's someday. Like, yeah. That's but, like, not right my now. I like shoes and I'd like to buy more of them. Right. And I think if like we started talking about that instead of the cast vision, paint the picture, like make them cry. It's like, dude, you're already on social media. You already talk about products you like, like this, make it make sense to me why you're not doing it. And they can't because if any other brand that they like reached out to them and was like, Hey, we'll give you a commission to talk about these products. They would say, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like if any brand of product that you like slid into your DMS and said, Hey, we really like your content. And it wasn't like one of those like Nigerian prints, but it was an actual mm-hmm. company that you liked you would a be flattered and b be excited and c say yes. Mm-hmm. So um, right and because of like an industry that has a bad stigma from like people that like I don't know them. I don't know those people. I don't like know them. those people aren't on my team. No. Those people aren't around my circle like I and I'm like you're willing to cast out an entire industry because of a bad experience you or someone you know had. You but know. like tell me how working with those 19 brands and getting a shitty commission is going for you, right? Right. Because, okay. Okay. You can make a lot of money as an affiliate marketer. Now there are people who make bank. I have friends that make lots of money. Yes. Same being an affiliate marketing and like being an influencer, like for sure. But they're an influencer. They have a large audience. Yes. They have a large audience and there's no ability 
to time leverage that beyond your own efforts. Yes, exactly. And that's That's the big difference. Mm -hmm. It's like time leverage, passive income is truly something that is a gift and you're never going to get that. Sure. You get passive income with like influencer marketing because people use your code, whatever, whatever. Like I, I have a partnership with almond cow and like that thing pays out. Like I get like $2,500 a month from them. Like what? I think my code is like, well, I use it on the show. We use it as an ad on the show, but then I also, I think it's like when you Google an almond cow discount, I think mine's like the first one that'll pop up. So like that's working very well. That's and that's okay. But that's still only like $2,500 a month. And I do this full time. Like I work as an entrepreneur full time. Like that's not enough to pay the bills. So like, it's like, how many of those do you need to have? It's like, it's just, for me, it was a no brainer. I was like, smart, modern, virtual done. Yes. That's, that's a good point. Like, yeah, you have a partnership and you make $2,500 a month. Great. But you can't, I mean, yes, you could live off $2,500 a month. Absolutely. But like not in LA, not, no, not in LA, you sure couldn't, but in some parts of the world or in even the States, like, yeah, but that's not a full-time income that you're looking for. So you need several of those to make it. What do you think like the, the biggest, as we move forward into this, like new age of like even Instagram, I mean, you know, it used to be cool to like slide into DMS and sell things. And like, it's not anymore. Like they're like, where do you think, like, what do you think the next trends are that are coming for this industry? I can tell you what I think they're not. I think they're yeah, not, let's do that. I don't, I, I don't think reels for selling your product are a trend. I think I see that all the time with network marketers. They're like, <laughs> here's my product, three ways to join me. This is what it means. And I'm like, stop, stop. They're not, they're not using tools in the correct way. So it's like, if you want to connect with somebody and get in front of an audience, don't talk about your business, figure out why they like you and why they want to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And then when you talk about your business on the side, it'll make sense and they'll trust you and buy from you. But um, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the idea of going viral. I don't think that you need to be this massive influencer. I think a lot of you, and even myself, like there's definitely times in the past three months where I'm like, oh shit, like I, I probably need to be on TikTok. I, I, if I'm not on TikTok, I'm never going to make it. And I'm like, I don't want to be on TikTok. I don't want to be on TikTok. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to tried. I've tried. I don't want to be there. I don't like it. Like I don't. So I don't think it's this idea of like, you have to go viral. And I think like a trend that I might see is less emphasis on team building and more emphasis on sales. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a unique vantage point because I talk to so many different, you know, people in different companies and I've, I've heard that different compensation plans are changing and it's really evening out. Like it's okay if you're just going to sell and not build a team. Um, so that's interesting to me. Yeah. A lot of companies are kind of adding that like affiliate option, mm-hmm. yeah, like that in between of like, your like VIP preferred, whatever customer. Mm -hmm. And like building a full-on business, building a team, there's like that in-between coming, which is awesome, I think. Really cool. Yeah. I think that's a really dope trend of the industry. I was like, that's what needed to happen a year ago because you give somebody the option to like sell a, as you put it, a bottle of unicorn tears. Right. And like, you don't have to worry about building a team. You don't have to worry. Like just post your link to your Instagram and see what happens. Uh Uh-huh. Easy. It's definitely more, and it's not yet. I feel like we might like start leaning towards being a little more chill. <laughs> Hopefully it's like, it's not a, like a life or death situation. Like let's just, yeah. you know, I'm excited to, 
I'm actually like excited for it to have people who, cause like, I've always been like this, but then I get like, you know, so much crap for it is like, I don't, I don't want you to be on my team. If you don't want to like build a business, I'm not saying you have to build a multi-million dollar business, no. but if you're not in the business mind of this, like, I don't actually want you on my team. And like, if you just want to sell a product, great. Like, let's just sign you up for that option then. Mm-hmm. Like the affiliate one. Yeah. It's I think- like, it's also, it te- helps the leader know where to put their energy. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I've been like, you can do this. And then nothing. Oh my gosh. I've wasted so, so much energy and not that there's anything negative about those people mm-hmm. at all. The people no. I, I love and adore. And it's just like, I treated everyone the same. Like yes. Everyone wanted to, to build a business and it, they don't, <laughs> I would go through the energy of onboarding and like all the things just for them to do nothing because I didn't take the time to figure out what they actually wanted. Yeah. And then you said, um, it's not reals. I agree with you. I think, I think one, a common misconception with the internet is that we need to be selling our products on our reels. And I tell everybody that I coach in network marketing and just like my private business clients, like your reels will grow your network. Mm -hmm. So that should be the most general content you post really like should follow who you are. Like you come to my Instagram, you see entrepreneurship coach. I'm your number one hype girl. A lot of my posts, a lot of my reels are going to be about that. Right. I'm rarely, rarely talking about my network marketing business on my reels. Like it's just not happening. I'll talk about what I've gained from it. I'll talk about what my life looks like. Yeah. And then I tell people like your posts, your static posts, your carousels should be more Mm -hmm. for like info. So like Mm -hmm. informing your audience, right? Like, absolutely. Here's some things you should know, top five tips or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then really your stories is where you can get more personal. The stories is where I do 99% of my sales, Mm -hmm. like for network marketing, for my community, for every like stories are where they are. And then everything else is where you legitimize yourself, where you can make those connections Um, and stories are where you're making connections as well. But, um, what are they getting by being there and ending up in your stories? That's your hot market. Like people who watch your stories are your hottest market. Yeah. Yes. Actually taking time out of their day to To watch watch second sound bites. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. My mom still doesn't understand. She's like, you know, if I have like a podcast interview or like I'm doing training, she's like, people want to listen to you. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know mom, but they do. I don't know. Yeah. Some people, not, not all, but some, it's just, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's my crazy. mom will always be like, you have like fans. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I don't oh, like when God. you say it like that, but <laughs> sure. But, thanks mom. <laughs> yeah. So all of our moms keeping us humble. <laughs> Keeping us humble. That's for sure. Keeping us humble. Well, I think that you're epic and I honestly really love, I I just love like what you're doing on the internet. And I think it just like, like you said, it just brings this like chill factor to this industry. And it honestly, like, I hope that you reach people. I hope that you reach people that are not in network marketing because those are the people that really need to see what you're posting because it really does like change perspective. Like one of the best compliments I ever receive is you have changed my view of this industry. I'm like, that's whether you do this industry or not, Uh I don't care as long as we can all agree that it's not some shady thing. Right. Exactly. Not everyone's meant to be a teacher. Not everyone's meant to be a nurse. Not everyone's meant to be a bodybuilder. Like, but those are all legitimate things. Um, so I agree when people, I get one of like my favorite 
DMs was from somebody who's like, she said, like, I consider myself somebody who's like very vocally anti MLM and I love your stuff and I love your content. And I think you're doing a great job. And I was like, oh my God, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm not here to argue with anybody. I'm not here to like defend anything, mm-hmm. but if you, if it helps, you know, change your perspective or, you know, that feels very cool. Well, and you also, you give validation to people. I think it's, it's nice to, to like have accounts to follow that give validation to the people who are already feeling this in the industry. Like I've been this way for a long time. And I, you know, when I started following you, I was like, it's my no. girl. Like she yes. gets me and she don't need to know me. Like, exactly. There's so many of us out there. Like I, like somebody said the other day, like you've taken in, in network marketing, she's like, you've taken the ick factor or you've made it cool for me. And yep. I, I've like stopped being so icky about it myself. And I was like, yes, it doesn't have to be weird. Cause it really is sexy. Like it really, if you're doing, if you're doing this industry in a way and like, listen, I think Colleen, you probably agree with me. Like if you're sitting here in your network marketing business and you're like, I'm just doing what I'm told. And I'm like, I, this is my, I say this more than anything. I don't care what your belief structure is, what your system for duplication is as long as it is working for you. Thank you. I don't care. Don't care. You don't care. But if you're the sitting problem, here, yeah. yeah, if you're sitting here and you're like, oh my gosh, like they're talking about something that like I've been told is not a thing, but like, well, I'm like, but is your way working? Because like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what your upline says. Like if you have a different system that works better for you at the end of the day, that's going to be better for them too. Amen. And also shout out, hello, other like leaders that want their people to do whatever they say, just for some ego boost. If somebody on my team is doing whatever works for them, it's only good for only everyone good. involved. I don't everyone. care how the fuck you do it. As long as it's legal and ethical and nobody's getting hurt. Like fine, like right. fine, right. but yeah, do it. If it works, don't listen to me. If what you're doing is work working, right. if something's not working, then look outside of what, you know, right. Because I'm still only one person who has a, right. has an experience. Yeah but look outside of yourself and what's not right. Like even like, I even think like in-person events, like I'm not a huge in-person event person. Like I live in Los Angeles where like nobody shows up. If you have to cross the four Oh five to do anything, like you're not coming, like that's my reality. And so like I've built, I've done a lot of work on social media. Now I got people on my team. They love an in-person event. I'm like, then do as many of them as you want. Yes. Yeah. It works for you and you can make that connection and you can build and you can feel, but like, not even like, not even like, can you make money? Can you do this? Can you do that? Like, yes, those are all like good signposts to know if it's working, but like, Mm -hmm. is it making you happy? Is it giving your soul fucking joy? Yes. Like that is it. Like that is a, that is a success metric. Right. If it makes you happy, that is successful. Right. Because an in-person event going to somebody's house would make me want to swallow glass. Like I don't want to do that. And I never have Mm-mm. And I built a really successful business. Mm-hmm. But those of you who tell me it brings me joy, it's what my network likes. Well then for the love of God, do it, do it, do it. Um, there's not, I think that's a, like to wrap it up. I think that's the cool part about this industry is that it's not a cookie cutter, one size fits all. Like you really can take it. Choose your own adventure. And choose your own adventure. With an arm swing. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Like you really can make it what you want. I think it's very awesome. So tell me about the No Shame Sales Game community. Yeah. Oh gosh. So uh, 
it's, it, you know, splintered off of no shame sales game. And I call it, um, direct sales growth community. And it's just this, um, it's this community where I bring in, obviously it's for all network marketers and I bring in trainers to train on a variety of different topics, just kind of like we were talking about, like actual business experts, actual social media experts to make sure that we are showing up like as the best version of this industry as possible. So, um, and it's also, I feel like to hire coaches is oftentimes really expensive. And if I want to change an industry, I can't just coach the top 1%. So it's a dollar a day. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, go. I mean, I'm sure everybody who's listening to this, I'm sure you follow Colleen at No Shame Sales Game. If you don't, so yeah, if you don't, it is at No Shame Sales Game. You can find, I'm going to put the link to it on our show notes. I'll put the link to Direct Sales Growth Community on our show notes. You can go and check that out. I adore you. I think you're the shit. Ditto. Oh my gosh. I wish you didn't live on the other side of the country. I want to go hang out. I know. We're going to have to do more things together, I think. Yes. Agreed. Well, you have a beautiful day and we'll talk soon. She is so fiery. I'm obsessed with that woman. I'm obsessed with everything she says. I just, I'm going to start saying all the time, I would rather eat glass. That's going to be my new thing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Come tell me about it. Danielle underscore on the daily slide into the DMs. Let me know what you love. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And just know that we are always on the hunt for, you know, really interesting guests. And if that is, if you are one of them, or if you know one, please send us an email, slide into our DMs, do something. We are looking for new guests all the time. So I will be back on Friday with another episode. I hope to see you either in Unlearn to Reframe, our 90-minute masterclass, or in person or virtual at The Reframe, a wellness retreat hosted by Kelly Balch and I in June. Um, And with that, I'll see you soon. Love ya.